Because while you were yet a sinner, he died. He gave his all, he gave his all. Arabashoya. Oh, he chases me down. Why should I unbound? Please, and We couldn't earn it. We don't deserve it. Oh, boy, you gave yourself away. We couldn't earn it. We No shadow you will light up, now a genuine flame coming after me. There's no way you will keep me, like a sheep coming after me. 
Come on, nobody else matters here. No shadow you will light up. My shadow will climb up. Calling after me. Come on, who wants to hear your voice loud and clear tonight? I hope you know how precious you are. There's no way you would be down. One more time. There's no shadow you would And you before your throne, I'm amazed at your glory, embraced by your mercies, oh God. I live to worship you, I exalt you. I Just stay right where he is tonight. Uh, 
I did not trust the sweetest fruit, but holy on Jesus' name, on Christ the soul. He is my light, my strength, my soul, the cornerstone, the solid ground, and through the fiercest trial and storm, I am not my Koryada, what I love, Tonight is about you and Jesus. You and Jesus. Do not pass me. 
A glorious morning to everyone. I believe that you are all doing well in the grace of God. God bless you so much for being here. We thank God we are back. We are back. We are back. And I know that some of you, you are enjoying the hymns. God bless you so much. We've all, uh, we have been reminded of the old days. Our days in Presby, our days in Methodist, our days in Anglican. Oh, I, I, I love those days. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Where we go to church and we sit solemnly, even as we re reflect on the hymns. And wow, God bless you so much for being here. And I've missed you so much. Like, we like yes. We thank God. We thank God. It's very necessary for you to also refresh yourself. You cannot be pouring and be giving all the time. There are times you also have to run to the secret place to also receive, to be nourished, and all that. God bless you all. God bless you for your patience and everything and waiting. And I believe that the comeback is so glorious. The comeback is going to be powerful. The comeback is going to be a walk with God. Don't forget to share the link and invite someone to also benefit from whatever thing that you are, you are receiving from the Lord. And Pastor Emmanuel, God bless you so much for the wonderful work that you are doing in the house of the Lord. God bless you. If you know anyone around Kumasi, then you can just link the person up with Pastor Emmanuel and he will be blessed. He will be blessed. And God bless you. God bless you so much. God bless you. Our help is from the Lord. Indeed, our help is from the Lord. And that is why day in, day out, we, we need him. We need him. Yesterday, I, I was saying something. In the morning, quite unfortunate, we couldn't have service from our place. But I, I, as I was here, and the Lord, I was just reflecting on the word of God. Because as of yesterday in the morning, I had not received God's word for his people for the month and all that. So I was just here. It was raining and I was just here. And the Lord took me to Isaiah where he said that the way that he sends, it shall accomplish whatever task that he sent it to perform. Then he said to me that we have come to a season where we need to take time to eat and eat well. That was, that was the word the Lord gave to me. He said that eat, eat well. He said that you should eat well. And I was like, wow, you should eat well. That is so great. And that is so deep. I remember years back, I think 2017 or so, we, we declared a monthly theme, our month of eating. And some of the people were surprised. Why our month of eating? 
You see, what you need to understand is that the cause of man's uh, predicament uh, is food. So if God is also going to restore you, he will restore you based on what you eat. That is what you need to understand. So God will begin with your eating pattern. And it, it can be spiritual. It can be physical. It can be at the soul's level. You need to understand that. So the Lord told me yesterday that it's going to be a moment where his people are to take time to eat and eat well. Eat and eat well physically. He, he, he emphasized on it. He said that physically and spiritually we should eat well. You see, if you, 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 you follow the trend and all that, not trends as in physical trends, but if you follow the prophetic trends, you will get to know that we have entered into a season where one of the things that the enemy is going to use to plague humanity is sicknesses and diseases. And so you need to be very careful with what you eat. It's very, very important. As for that one, I need to emphasize on it. You need to be very careful what you eat. That was the reason why when the Lord was taking his people from Egypt to the promised land, the moment they entered into the wilderness, he changed their feeding. He changed their diet. He changed everything that they were eating for a purpose. And the same way as believers, as children of God, who are being carried from one place to the other, then we also need to understand that that is the very same thing that God is going to do with his people. And so we need to, we need to be very careful with what we are eating physically and spiritually. And that was the reason why he said to Moses that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It wasn't in the days of Jesus that Jesus made that statement to the devil when he came to tempt him. It was in the days of Moses. Jesus just referred to that statement that the Lord gave to Moses in the wilderness. We, 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 we thank God. We thank God for the word from our Papa, our man of God, Pastor Ernest. And it tells you that we are of the same spirit and of the same stock. We thank God. We thank God for that. Yeah. So, there are so many things that we, we, we need to do. And this one, let me tell you, don't say, oh, I'll eat anything and I will pray. No. You see, God gives wisdom. There are things that God will give you wisdom to do. There are things that you would pray. Have you asked yourself some questions? What is the purpose of prayer? And what is the purpose of dreams? What is the purpose of visions? What is the purpose of prophecies? What is the purpose of uh, some of these uh, maybe angelic ministrations and all that have you asked yourself some of these questions before why is it that there are some things that god wants you to pray others you want to show uh, them to you in visions others you want angels to do that and all that have you have you thought of it before if 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 you take time to think through then you realize that god has a way of attending to issues so it's not everything that, oh, I will just live anyhow and I'll lock myself one day in the room and pray for six hours. And by the time I am done, the Holy Spirit has quickened me. No, 
there are things that he wants you to walk in wisdom john the baptist was supposed to be in the wilderness and crying and shouting repent repent the day he stepped into the city to talk about the matters of the king he lost his head so you should also understand certain things how things work in the economies of man and in the economies of the spirit very very important So let us understand some of these uh, governing principles and ordinances that are keeping our lives and our work in this physical plane and even how we are going to impact the other plane that has become something which is there for others. God bless you so much. Yes, indeed, our help has come. I don't want to bore you with much talking. I'm going to say so many things when it comes to the word of God this morning. How you need to feed on the word of God. If I know that some of you, you have heard that the word of God is food. So we should eat the food. Is it just reading the word? Is it just memorizing it? When we were young, we go to Sunday school and they tell us to memory verse. They give us memory verse so that we put it at the back of our mind and it's just like that i always say that there's one scripture that has kept me over these years like 13 years for now this word has kept me not that i have not deviated from it but it has really kept me any time that i deviate from the course of life uh, it, it, it brings me back and that is psalm 119 i think the verse 89 and Psalm 119, verse 11. These two, these two verses in the Psalms, they have really changed my life. They have helped me very well. So is it just something that you, you put in your memory or it is something that you live with? It is something that we live with. Can we read it? Say that verse 8, I'll keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. The verse 9, Bible says that, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? by taking heed thereunto according to your word can you give it to me give it to me in another translation you know that king james some of us we are uh, new english uh, is that i'll be faithful to all that your word reveals so don't ever give up on me how can a young man stay pure only by living in the word of god and walking in his truths how can a young man keep his path clean he must obey your words. Then the verse 11. Can you give me the verse 11? That I, I, it, it is, these two words, they have really kept me. As I said, not that I have not deviated, not that uh, I didn't do wrong or something, but it, it keeps, these words keep reminding me of something. Is it that I have hidden your sayings in my heart so that I do not sin against you? I consider your word to be my greatest treasure and I treasure it in my heart to keep me from committing sins, treason against you. My wonderful God, you are to be praised above all. Teach me the power of your decrees. These words, they are, they are too powerful within me that day in, day out, I walk with it. I eat it. I drink it. And it has been keeping me. The same way, the word of God is it just a memory verse in our minds or it is something that we are keeping in our hearts. It is when you keep the word in your hearts 
that you live it. In fact, the, one of the ways to know that you are living the word of God, you are walking in the word of God, is when you, you, you keep it in your heart. It will just flow out of you. You'll be reminded day in, day out. There is another scripture. Let me show you something. The reason why uh, many people, someone, some people will say that, oh, it did the heart inside. It did the heart inside. This world full of temptations. Even Jesus was tempted and all that. Yes, Jesus was tempted, but he, over, he, 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 he at the end of the day, he overcame. When you read the Psalms, no, Proverbs, sorry, Proverbs chapter 6. I, I think it's Proverbs chapter 6. I think it's Proverbs chapter 6, the verse 20. Yeah, I love that. that. He said that, my son, keep your father's commandments. Keep your father's commandment. Keep your father's commandment. And forsake not the law of your mother. Keep your father's commandment and forsake not the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart and tie them about your neck. He said, Am I? When thou goest, it shall lead you. And when thou sleepest, it shall keep you. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with you. You see, there are many people that cannot hear the voice of the Lord. The way they can't hear God's voice is because they have not kept the word. They have not kept the word. They have not bound the word on their hearts and tied it about their neck. You realize that when God gave the commandment to the Israelites in the wilderness, He asked them to write the law and put it at the doorpost. So when you are leaving the room, you see the commandment. And when you are entering, you also see the commandment. So he, he, he asked them to position the, the laws, his word, at vantage places so that they will be reminded. So that was the reason why the Lord became angry with them when it got to a point that is like, why are you not walking in my word? I, I always tell people that the reason why of late it looks like we are only seeing the prophecies, we are seeing the signs and the wonders, the healings and all that, only in the church. And when we step out, it becomes another story. It's because we think that God is in a place. And that was the code Jesus wanted to break in the life of the woman he met at the well in John chapter 4. Because to the woman, she thought that I have to go to Jerusalem to worship because that is what the Jews are saying. God is in Jerusalem. And if you are in Samaria, you cannot go to any uh, other mountain to worship. And Jesus was trying to break that code and say that no, the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. I know that as I have said, someone is saying that, oh, then I can worship God in my house. I don't have to go to uh, a physical church premise to worship. That is not it. You see, God also gave them laws that every year they should go to Jerusalem to worship. But you see, the woman was just, the, the conversation was on a different matter. And Jesus was trying to let them, let the woman understand that you can be going to Jerusalem every year, three times. Every, the Bible said, and although 
those who appear before the Lord in Zion, they, they are strengthened. Jesus was trying to make the woman understand that you can just be observing a feast by traveling to Jerusalem and you will not be blessed. It is when you are walking in the consciousness of the purpose of you going to Jerusalem that you receive the blessing. What Jesus is saying to us is this. When he says that we should worship the Father in spirit, what he, he wants us to be conscious of the very personality that we, we are engaging ourselves with. That is the very important thing. That you, say, you see, when you are conscious of God, that is where his fear will come upon you. The fear of the Lord, that reverential fear, that is where it comes upon you. But you can just go to church and in church you'll be... You see, there are some people, they go to church and you look on their phones and they are on Facebook. They are on Instagram, WhatsApp and all that. It is because they are not in the spirit. They are not worshipping God in the spirit. They are there physically, but every state of them is outside. Every state is outside. And at that time, you are not in the spirit. Although, although physically you are in church, you are not there. Because you are not worshipping God. If you worship him, then you worship him with fear. That if God is there, then you cannot do certain things. You cannot even set your mind on certain things whilst you are in the presence of God. You see, let me tell you something. Your thoughts are naked. In the realms of the spirit your thoughts are naked and that is the reason why some of you you think of certain things and by the time you realized in the course of the day they happen so sometimes you wake up in the morning you'll be having thought of certain things and as you journey through the day you realize that it happens or someone meets you and tell you the same things that you were thinking of in the course of the morning you see your thoughts are naked and anyone who has spiritual ears and spiritual eyes can just tap into it. And that was the same thing that happened to Jesus. What happened to him? After he had fasted for 40 days, the Bible said that he was hungry. And he needed food. That same time, the thought was that, come on, I can turn stones into bread. What can God do? All things are possible. What can he do? And that was the very thing that attracted the, the temptation unto himself so your thoughts are naked before god your thoughts are naked before spirit evil spirit demons and all that so your thoughts are not independent of you i remember on friday i was sharing something with the church concerning self-deliverance how you see there are many people it's not that god has not saved them it's not that god has not healed them it's not that god has not delivered them they themselves have plunged themselves into bondage and you need to deliver yourself from all the, those things. It's quite unfortunate I couldn't share that message because I said so many things that were sensitive and I, I thought it wise not to share it because some people might not understand why I was saying certain things. So I, I decided not to share that message. So those who connected, it was for your ears. God bless you. But all those who couldn't connect, don't worry that is it um uh, uh, maybe i'll talk about self-deliverance from a different perspective but because of certain things that i shared they, they are very sensitive and i don't want to cause any chaos or whatever in the hearts of some people hallelujah we thank god don't forget
keep sharing the link and let's be blessed this morning i don't intend to spend my time but let me give you wisdom and let's see what the lord has for us i want to show you something let's read something in revelation the revelation of jesus christ chapter 2 the verse 7 and the verse 17 revelation chapter 2 the verse 7 and the verse 17 he says that he that had an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches to him that overcomes will i give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of god then the verse 17 he says that the verse 7 from the passion translation he says that the one whose heart is open let him listen carefully to what the spirit is saying now to all the churches so when we say that you have an ear it means that your heart is open hallelujah when we say you have an ear it means that your heart is open your heart is open so how do you know that your heart is opened let me let me talk about this but let's let's keep these uh, two verses here how do you know that when you go to church and a man of god is preaching or even in ministrations and all that how do you know that your heart is opened your you get to know your heart is open where you are in that earnest expectation to receive from whatever thing that is going on the way to know your heart is open is that expectation You see, there are some people, they go to church and they, they, they tend to do other things. That is where they gossip. Uh, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how people present themselves in church. The moment we gather together, forget about those things. Whether the person is having a tattoo, whether the person is wearing a mini skirt or whatever, whether the person is showing part of the body, whether the dress was nice, whether the, he, he, he or she wore that dress last week or last two weeks, these things are not supposed to become your conversation. Forget about them. And open your heart. You yourself to when you are there, and you are now be judge you, hey, matai di yasa apumpuno, matai di yasa amwa, hey, mishu yasa yese. You see, you see, many people they go to church, and these are the things that they focus on. You know, the pastor drip you. Wow, cash. You know, the sauce red the bear now soft washy. You see, all these things they take your attention from the 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 the, the whatever thing that is going on and all that. The way to know that your heart is open is that earnest expectation cobra shoe cash <laughs> oh thank you jesus do you get it the way to know your heart is opened is when you are in that earnest expectation to receive again the way to know that your heart is open is that you are ready to receive a solution Many people cannot hear God speaking to them because they are not ready to receive the solution that will come from the word of God. It's like someone who likes pepper. And he wants to eat makona abra and shishino. This person wants to enjoy the pepper and at the same time, 
don't want to go through whatever hotness that will happen in the mouth and whatever, wherever. That is how some of us Christians, this is how we want to approach the things of God. But you see, when we say that your heart is opened, what it means is that you have read yourself off of every strength to receive what God has for you. At that time, your spirit has become empty to receive whatever thing that God is pouring. So you read the beatitude that we, we memorized. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall inherit the kingdom. Or for the, is it? What is it? Blessed are the pure in what? A family dream. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For this is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, thank you. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For this is the kingdom of heaven. As we progress in the course of the month, maybe I will talk about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. That you can be in the kingdom of God and will not be in the kingdom of heaven. Let me say this. Everything that is going on, when you take your Bible, whatever thing that you read concerns especially the, the matters of the church, the epistle that were written unto us, the works of Jesus and all that, they have all to do with the kingdom of heaven. It takes a different eye to identify the kingdom of God out of the kingdom of heaven. But the kingdom of heaven is part of the kingdom of God. Sometimes you open your Bible and Matthew is using the kingdom of heaven, Luke is using the kingdom of God, and you are confused. Are they the same? No, they are never the same. The kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God are not the same. But they are all working together. One is within the other. The kingdom of heaven is within the kingdom of God. So, when you, you realize, let me tell you something. You realize that the, the matters concerning the kingdom of heaven, they are very strict. Very, very strict. One of them is Jesus said, when you look at a woman lastly, in your heart, you have already committed fornication with her. It's, 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 it's a law in the kingdom of heaven. But if you are operating from the kingdom of God, you say that I am saved by grace. I am forgiven. So it doesn't matter what goes on. The people who speak like that, they are functioning from the kingdom of heaven. But you see, you are to function from the kingdom of heaven. The people who speak like that, they are functioning from the kingdom of God. But you are supposed to function from the kingdom of heaven to enter into the kingdom of God. You see, when you get born again, you see the kingdom of God. But you need to function through the kingdom of heaven to enter into the kingdom of God. So you realize that in John chapter 3, Jesus spoke about, except a man is born again, he cannot see. Then he went on and he said, that, except a man is born of what? Water. And of what? Fire. Or of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So the entering into the kingdom of God, you have to pass through the kingdom of heaven and that one you we are not talking about that let's forget about that, that one but i was saying that the way to know that your heart is open is when you have emptied yourself to receive every solution that is going to come from the word of god very very important
and so we read from the revelation chapter 2 revelation of jesus christ chapter 2 the 7 and the verse 17 he said that he that had an ear let him hear what the spirit said unto the churches and i was explaining how do you know that you have ears to listen it is when your heart is open when you are in that endless expectation that is that is what it means to have an ear so for instance the bible says in the acts of the apostles that paul was preaching and there was a man who who was lame from birth and he he held on steadfastly looking at paul and the bible said and paul saw that he had faith to receive his healing and he commanded him to get up do you get it the man although was lame was crippled he, he didn't consider his condition, his states, but held on to the word that the apostle Paul was preaching. And as the word, he, Paul could discern, Paul could perceive that this man has faith to receive his healing. And quickly, he spoke the word and the man got up. I think it happened in Acts chapter 14 or Acts chapter 13, one of them. And that was where now the people made them gods. They called one Jupiter and they called the other Mercurius that they wanted to offer sacrifices unto that Paul and Barnabas. They ran away from that place. Yeah, that is it. So the way to know you have an open heart is you not having a skewed mindset towards something. So some of sometimes the word of God is coming and it's like, as for this one, yeah, it's not true. Your heart is not open. Your heart is not open. For instance, if you take time to listen to Pastor Prince and his teachings, realize that he starts from a place and he will move from one place to the other and looks like, what is this guy trying to teach? We don't understand it. If you don't take care, you are going to close your heart. But as he ends, you realize that he brings all of them together summarize them to you and it's like oh so this is what we wanted to say no we wanted you to understand how the word of god works thank you lord jesus why are you having challenges hearing network be stable I think it's back. We thank God. If you are blessed to gift me a router, I'll, I'll, I'll be glad. I'll be glad. So, if, in case God is touching your heart to get me a router, uh, I'll, I'll be glad to receive it. God bless you. So, he said that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. And the way to know that you have an ear is when your heart is opened. And <laughs> Pastor Medals, God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. He says that we have settled that matter long time ago. We have settled it long time ago. God bless you so much. 
that is where now you realize that the spirit is speaking unto the churches and you see there was the church in ephesus there was the church in pergamos there was a church in thyatira there was a church in philadelphia there was a church in Lydosia. there was a church in samina you get it and the spirit speaks to the churches so if it is very difficult for you to hear what the spirit is saying unto the churches when you take your time and you read the scriptures especially revelation chapter 2 revelation chapter 3 he said that he that has an ear let him hear what the spirit said unto the churches but that message was for a church what it means is that whatever thing that the lord jesus said to one church applies to the other do you get it whatever thing that the lord jesus said to ephesus applies to the church of lydosia and whatever thing that is given to the church of lydosia also applies to the church in pergamos that is what you need to understand hope 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 you get it and one thing that you also need to understand is that revelation chapter 2 revelation chapter 3 the overcomers, he that overcomes, the Lord said that he will do this for him, he will become this, he will become that. This is what you need to understand. It's an ascension. It's our way of life back to whatever thing that we lost. That is what you need to understand in Revelation chapter 2, Revelation chapter 3. So we start from the paradise of God where we will eat the tree of life. Don't forget, man was taken out of the garden. It was in the garden that the tree of life was. It was in the garden that God wanted to fulfill his purpose with man. So for you as a child of God, as a Christian, to go back to the, to go back to the original template. You see, man was not in heaven. Man was in a place, in an environment called Eden. A garden in Eden. So let me tell you, some of us, we think that I know this one is going to be very difficult for you to receive. Man was not in heaven. So uh, what you need to understand is that your end, your goal as a Christian isn't heaven. This is the reason why we are going nowhere as a body of Christ. Because we think that we have to just leave Kron Kron for a rade, then we go to heaven. That is not it. I know that this one is going to be difficult for you to receive it. But that is the reality of the word of God. If you have gone through the scriptures and plus as, uh, encounters and certain revelations, you will know that it's not heaven. The place is not heaven. Your end is not heaven. Do you get it? Your end is not heaven. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so, so many things happen within this space. And this is the reason why the matter of heaven, the matter of hell, the matter of the lake of fire, the matter of all these things, it looks like these are the ends of the works of God. No. These places are just transitions. But that is not what we're talking about. We are not talking about heaven. We are not talking about hell here. But what I was saying is that Revelation 
chapter 2, Revelation chapter 3, they speak of our growth. They speak of our, our growth in Christ. And he said that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. And he that overcomes, to him I will give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. So as a child of God, as a believer, the first thing that the Lord is restoring unto you is your eating, your food. It's your food. It's what you eat. The Bible said that he brought cherubs to guard the way to the tree of life. You see, there was a mystery that Abel knew. There was a secret. There was something that Abel tapped into that made his brother Cain to kill him. It was a matter of eating. Something that was going to keep him unto the redemption that was promised. That was the reason why Cain killed him. <laughs> I love that. You fell by eating and you will rise by eating. Even physically. If you don't take good care of your diet, you will die. Why cancer? Why all these health conditions coming up? It's because of what we are eating nowadays and all that. So it's, it's very important we take good care of what we eat. The same way God is interested in what we eat. I know that someone is still asking, how do we eat the word of God? But before we can talk about how we eat the word of God, we should also know and understand what the word of God is. Very, very important. If you don't know what the word of God is, you, you will not know what to eat at each point in time of your life. And as we progress, as we move on, as I said, have an open heart. What it means that have an ear to receive. Because there are so many things that will activate angelic ministrations. The angels will be activated to work because when it comes to that matter, angels have to do that. And it is not prayer that will do it. Can I show you a scripture in Psalm 34, the verse 19? No, Psalm, is it Psalm 34 or Psalm 37? I think Psalm 37. Let me show you something there. I will come back. I want to show you something. Psalm 34, the verse 7. Let's read Psalm 34, verse 7. It's 34, verse 7. Sorry. Let me show you something. He said, the angel of the Lord and comes round about them that fear him and delivers them. The angel of Yahweh stooped down to listen as I prayed, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He would do this for everyone who fears God. So you see, there is something that activates angelic ministration. 
and it says that one of them is when you fear God. So there are certain things prayer will never do them for you. <laughs> do you get it? Prayer will not do this for you. So people are praying, Lord, I want to see angels. Open my eyes that I will see. No. Prayer will not do this for you. It doesn't matter how, when you pray a thousand hours and you don't have the fear of God, forget it. Can we read uh, Psalm 91? I want to show you, I just want to show you something. And so many things that Christians are missing. Psalm 91, is it the verse 11? Psalm 91, the verse 11, where he speaks of something about his angels there. He said, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Okay, I love the verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And under this umbrella of God is where his angels have been given a charge to keep you in all your ways but under this umbrella of god where you are in the secret place one of the things that you need to do or one of the dispositions that you have to take is to have the fear of god it is the fear of god that will now activate the verse 11 of psalm 91 hope 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 you understand what is you understand my discourse Hope you understand what I'm communicating. So it is something that you have to do in order for a manifestation or in order for an activation. And there are so many things. They are just uh, littered in the scriptures. So you see, how do you know that you are eating the word of God? That is why I told you it's not you memorizing the scriptures by you doing the word, understanding what is the fear of God. One way the Bible said that the fear of God is to seek wisdom. What is the wisdom? The wisdom who is Christ. So when you seek the Lord, when you are seeking the ways of Christ, how he works, you are walking in the fear of God. And it activates angelic ministrations around you. If you don't seek the ways of God, some of you, you don't have any solution from god for instance he said that by his stripes you are healed have you sought after this word for you to receive your healing it is when you are seeking for the healing that is in the stripes of jesus that the angels are activated to to apply the balms of zion to apply the herbs of the tree of life to heal you don't forget he says that the tree the leaves of the tree of life they are the healing of the nations so it is when you are seeking where you want this word to become a reality in your life that the angels now take the leaves and they apply it unto you. So sometimes as the man of God lays his hands and you, because you believe it, you are seeking that healing from God. The, the hand of the man of God is like the leaves of the tree of life. Don't forget, the Bible says that the righteous is also the tree of life. The one who have come into right standing with God, who have come to understand his place in Christ, who is the righteous, he, he is the tree of life. So when he lifts up his hand, it is like the leaves of the tree of life. And as he touches you, you receive your healing. 
This is the mystery or one of the mysteries of laying on of hands. You don't just lay your hand because you see people laying your hands on people and they are falling down. But we lay our hands with this revelation that I am the righteous, I am the tree of life. Sometimes it's just the, 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 the air that is being blown by the leaves. And as it, as it happens, we see the ministrations going on. So someone will say, Media, me me so. Yes, and you will be honest, so too, so. But if your heart is open, you receive whatever it is. Can, can we can can we say this? Let's let's talk about this. Let's look at something here. If you have a pen and a paper, you can write them down. You see, this is morning glory. God wants us to walk in his glory. And we need the revelations of glory. And as we behold the glory of the Lord, we are changed. We are transformed. God bless you too. God bless you too. God bless you. What you need to understand when it comes to the, your Bible, what you are carrying, what you have on your phone, it reveals so many things. One of the things that the Bible is revealing to you when you open the first page to read is Genesis chapter 1 where it says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created the heavens and the earth. So you should understand that whatever thing that you are seeing around you, being a creation of God, was made or created by a God. So appreciate and acknowledge that there is a God who has created all things. You see, when you take your time and you read the Bible, you realize that the story of Scripture revolves around a group of people and some few individuals. Why? Because these were people that were aligned to the cause of God. Can I repeat it? These were people who were aligned to the cause of God. Either to either they, they stood against it or they stood for it. Yes, either they stood against it or they stood for it. So everything that you read in the scriptures in the Bible speaks of people and events that surrounds everything that God had purpose to do. That is why your grandmother is not in it. Your great-great-grandmother who stays at Borisango, his name is not there or her name is not there. Why? Because she had no business. She played no role. So some people will say that uh, the Bible is for the Israelites. Uh, we are not Israelites. Some people even say that you see, sometimes when you hear some of these things, you just laugh because 
these people, they don't even know what they are saying. They don't know what they are saying. I don't want to go into certain things, but they don't know what they are saying. The Ethiopian Enoch, when he was returning from Jerusalem, in his chariot, what was he reading? He was reading a page from Isaiah. Where was he going? He was going to Ethiopia. So, the part of the scriptures, part of the Bible, even was in Africa, before these white people came to colonize us. Simeon of Cyrene. Cyrene is in Africa, around Libya. The guy who helped Jesus to carry the cross. There was another Simon the nigger, or Simon the nigger. That is Niger, these people who are now having issues with France. There was the seven people that they selected in Acts chapter 6. There was a Nigerian man amongst them. An African was amongst the, the apostles in the days of Peter. So you see, if you don't read the Bible and you hear people saying certain things, it's like, what is going on? Then the Bible is not for Africans. So I heard a man of God one time saying that uh, uh, the Bible is for some people. For us, we also have our Bible. No, you don't, because you don't understand the scriptures. That is why you'll be moved to believe some of these things. But it, 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 that is not it. Uh, you see, let me just say this in person. I know that it would be very difficult for someone to give birth and call the son Judas, right? Like Linda will give birth and call the son Judas. I I'm sure it would be difficult for you to call your son Judas. Why? Because <laughs> Judas, the Judas you know, betray Jesus, right? But can I tell you something? But someone is called Judah. Do you know Judah and Judas are the same name? But the one who is called Judah is proud of that name, Judah. But the one who, who will be called Judas will be scorned. But Judas and Judah are the same name. So, there are so many things that we don't understand. We just, we just read pages of the scriptures and uh, we, we, like Jesus saying that if one hand uh, facilitates you sinning, cut it off. What does it mean? <laughs> that is not the meaning. What he wants you to understand is that outgrow grow to the point that your hand will not lead you to steal or to commit any sin. You need to grow beyond. You need to see things from a different perspective. And when you begin to see things from a different perspective, what it means is that the older perspective, your eyes doesn't have sight concerning it. I said your eyes doesn't have sight concerning it. Thank you, Jesus. So, understand that 
God created all things. Listen to this. God created all things. And he created everything according to his own pleasure. According to his own good pleasure. That is why he said in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 11. He made all things for his pleasure. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and they were created. So that is what you need to understand. Everything was created for something, for God's pleasure, to please God. So that mosquito that you detest, that you have been spraying every night, is fulfilling something in God's creation. Yes. The mosquito is fulfilling something in God's creation. That cockroach fulfilling something in God's creation. The war gecko. I know that this is one of the creatures that people hate in their life. War gecko. War gecko. War gecko. War gecko. But this war gecko is fulfilling something in God's creation. Imagine. <laughs> so everything is created for God's pleasure. The spider, even the scorpion, the serpent is for something. And in this same Bible, in this same word of God, reveals the purpose of man. So your true purpose in life is in the word of God. And he stated it emphatically, saying that, have dominion. Your purpose is to have dominion. Is to have dominion. Your purpose is to have dominion. The reason why you are troubled, the reason why you are going through all the things that you go through, that looks like God has rejected you, is because you are not walking on the path of dominion. When you come to the path of dominion, you see the hand of God. Let me tell you, there's a place for you to be in to have dominion. Adam, our first man, or our grandfather, was placed in a garden. And it was from this garden that he will execute the works of dominion. The same way, if you want to have dominion, if you want to express dominion, you need to come back to that garden. But you see, before you come back to that garden, you have to pass through the gates of the cherubs. In Genesis chapter 3, where the Bible says, and God placed two cherubs at the gate to the tree of life. Do you get it? So you have to pass through the gates of the cherubs in order to go back to the place of dominion, which is the garden. If God permits, one of the days we will talk about why Abel was killed by Cain. <laughs> why Abel was killed by Cain. What Abel got to know that made Cain to kill him. Because Cain was not accepted, but Abel was accepted. What was that acceptance? 
that respect that God had on Abel, what was that respect? Was it just that? You see, some of us, we don't understand the response of our actions. You see, when you do something, it activates so many things that you cannot see with your physical eyes. For instance, someone gives money. The Bible says that the one who gives shall receive. So, when you are giving, you are activating something. So, whatever thing that you do has a response. And that was what happened to Abel. That Cain was jealous and envious of his brother that he was killed. And that is the reason why the blood of Abel is speaking. Even though we have the blood of Jesus speaking, Abel's blood is also speaking. Why is Abel's blood speaking? Many people have died. Their blood not speaking. Abraham, even the father of faith, died. His blood is not speaking. I know that that is deep, but I don't want to take you there. It's for another day's uh, <laughs> encounters. When we grow to a point where our hearts are opened, we can share some of these things for you to understand. This will make you understand the realm of the so man has his purpose in God's creation the same scriptures is revealing to us or the Bible reveals to us the consequences of man's disobedience the Bible reveals to us the remedial works of God to bring man back to his original plan don't forget what we read in Revelation chapter 3 verse 11 where he said that all things are made for his pleasure so how can creation come back to the pleasure of God? And my man being the, the, the summit of God's creation, how can he be restored to the works of dominion? And that is the reason why he that overcometh, he shall go back to the paradise of God and eat of the tree of life because it is the tree of life that opens your eyes don't forget the revelations in the bible that you encounter they are the fruits of the garden of eden and it they open your heart your eyes the trees are to open your eyes can we read genesis chapter 2 the verse 8 9 10 for you to understand what i'm trying to communicate and the place of revelations as a christian why you need revelations why you need to understand everything that you do as a christian not just memorizing them not just uh, listening to them but why you need to hold on to them he said that, and the lord god planted a garden eastward in Aden, and there he put the man whom he had formed the verse 9 thank you jesus I just want you to understand so many things. He said, And out of the ground made the Lord God grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight. Listen, it is what? Pleasant to the sight. The food was pleasant to sight and good for food. Do you get it? It was pleasant to sight. It gives you an experience. The revelations, the fruits are to give you 
experience. That is why he used the word delight. And in the garden, the Lord God calls to grow from the ground every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good for food. So what you eat and what you see is dependent on where you are staying. So that is the reason why when you move from Ghana to a different country, you realize that the food is different. And whatever thing that you see is also different there. Can I tell you something? There are certain things that you will not be able to do them. If you continue to eat certain kinds of food, I mean physical food. But this one is for the aged. This is the wisdom of the aged. This is a hard bone. There are certain things you'll never be able to do them. As if you want to walk in the spirit. There are so many things you'll, never, you'll not be able to do them. If you continue eating certain kinds of food. So he says that food, the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. The tree of the experiential knowledge, recognition of the difference between good and evil. So you need to pass through the cherubs. Who are the cherubs? The cherubs are the custodian of the glory of God. Can I tell you something? If God is going to glorify you, he will release unto you an angelic creature called a cherub. Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, network. This is very bad. Are you there? Yeah, it looks like the sound. Sorry for that. Sorry for that. Sorry for that. Sorry for that. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I think it's okay. It's better now. All right. So, the more you encounter the revelations of the Lord, you are eating from the paradise of God. It is in this paradise of God that you can have dominion. Revelations hands over to you the keys of dominion. It gives you the keys of dominion. That was the reason why you see Peter in Matthew chapter 16 was able to eat of something. Don't forget what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone, 
but by every way that proceeds from the mouth of the Father or of God. And Jesus said to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, from the verse 16, says that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So that revelation that Peter received, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, was food that dropped from the ovens of Zion into the spirit of Peter at that time. Do you get it? Did you, did you hear what I said? When you read the Bible, you say that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so, the word of God, when you check the word there, it is rhema. Can you hear it? Oh my God. Can you hear me? He said, but he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And in Matthew chapter 16, he said that, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. So you see, that revelation that Peter received was food from God. Do you get it? Peter was fed with unheavenly delicacy. And when he received it, what happened? He said that flesh and blood had not revealed this unto you. Blessed art thou. Can we, can we go down in the same Matthew chapter 16? Let's, let's move downwards and read Matthew 16, and Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Why the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Can we, can we read that part? Come, kindly come down, I think the verse 19 or so. 19 or the 20, one of them. The verse 19 said that, and I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So you see, based on the food that was given to Peter, that revelation that he received about the Lord's Christ. He says that he is going to receive a key to do certain things. So, revelations from the word of God, they are food. Revelation from the word of God is food. And these are the fruits in the paradise of God. And the ultimate of this fruit is the tree of life. And he says that he that overcometh, I will give him access to the tree of life. He will eat from the tree of life. 
where you are going to have the full revelation of who the Christ is. The tree of life is Christ. So when you are eating from the tree of life, it means that you are eating from the, the very uh, core of God, which is his life. Don't forget, the tree of life. The tree of life. So the word of God has life. And this life that we talk about, they are the life that will give us the, the grace, the permission to what? Assess and to have dominion. So you cannot have dominion if you are not a man of revelations. You see, the reason why you keep falling is because you don't walk in revelations. I'm not talking about memory verse. I'm talking about revelation. You keep falling into sin because you don't even know what sin is. I always tell people, can I tell you something? I always say this. And let me tell you, if you, you, you walk in this, you'll be surprised how things will turn around for you as a child of God. One of the things that keeps making you grow darker or that will make you grow darker, in fact, you will lose your light, is adultery and fornication. Adultery and fornication will reduce you. Sexual immorality will reduce you to nothing. But you see, if you don't have revelation concerning it, everything that you say is that you go to hell. It's not even about hell. You, you are light. Let me say this. You are light. Anytime you engage yourself in any sexual act, whether masturbation, uh, whatever, what is happening to you is that you are putting a cloth, a veil on your glory. So you, you, you clothe yourself. You will not be able to shine. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter what you use sex to get. At the latter days of your life, if you have not repented and the Lord has not shown you mercy, the end will not be good. There are many people who are nurturing and harboring the mistakes, the sexual mistakes that they did years back. It's a sign. Do, do, do you understand me? There are some people, they are nurturing the sexual mistakes that they made some years back. They are going through the consequences. It will take the mercies of God to restore you. But let's put that one aside. So, revelation enlightens you. It gives you light. Let's read our last scripture and we close. We will continue on Wednesday. In Ephesians chapter 1, the verse 16, the verse 17, and the verse 18. When, you see, when I saw uh, Christ's embassy's theme for the month, I was like, wow, this is deep and this is spiritual. Our month of insight. When I saw it, I was like, "Wow!" You see, I'm telling you, we are, we are, we are, we have entered into a season, and if you are not spiritual, you will not understand what is going on. You have entered into a season. It takes men of the spirit to decode what is going on. Is that therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. 
I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. I'm showing you, can I show you the delicacy of the tree of life? That is what I'm revealing to you this morning and I close. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. The verse 17. Thank you, Jesus. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. This is the fruit of the tree of life that we read in Revelation chapter 2, the verse 17. Anyone who has access to the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him is eating from the fruit of the tree of life. Don't forget, that letter was a letter to the church of Ephesus. Don't worry if it is breaking. After this session, I will upload it so that you get it very well. You get it very well. Don't worry. After the session, I'm going to upload it. So don't worry. I'm recording, so I'll upload this one. This morning, I've not said any sensitive so I will, I will share for you to get it but if you can follow just follow along in Ephesians chapter 2 he said he that overcome it he will be granted access to eat from the tree of life which is in the paradise of God and Paul the apostle prayed this prayer for the church of Ephesus where he said that the God the father of glory would give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Let's read the verse 18 and the verse 19. What you would use this spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him to do. So this is the fruit of the tree of life. Is that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. You may know what is the hope of his calling. We will take time and we talk about this, the hope of his calling. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. This is the effect of the tree of life in the paradise of God. The spirit of wisdom and revelation is food. Revelation and wisdom is food. And God has to give this food to you. He gave Peter that food to eat. And Jesus said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever thing that you bind shall be bound. And whatever thing that you lose shall be loosed. The spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of Christ is the fruit of the tree of life. I, I know that we will explain, we will talk more. You understand what I'm saying. It will shock you. Even if you will be able to eat from this tree alone, I'm telling you. He said that he that he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. It will shock you. Even this revelation alone, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, this one alone, 
if you can walk in it, it will shock you the portals that you open, things that you'll be able to assess. He said that you know what is the hope of his calling. Do you know the hope of his calling? Do you know the riches of his glory? Do you know the power? He said that the power that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. You see, your life should be like the way Jesus lived when he resurrected. So if you know the life of Jesus after his resurrection, that is the kind of life God wants you to live. That is the beginning of your life as a Christian. But how many of us, including myself, are living this way? God bless you. God bless you so much. If you have any question, you can write it down. When we come back on Wednesday, then we, we, we talk about it. If you have any question, you can write it down. On Wednesday, we are going to discuss it. But this is the reality of the word of God. If you give attention to the word of God, not just memorizing the scriptures, but being attentive to the spirit for him to unleash, release unto you the revelations behind the black and white, you will be transformed. The network is not helping and we have to close. Our time is even up. I want to thank you. God bless you so much for being here. God bless you all for sharing the link. God bless you, Pastor Emmanuel. God bless you, Miss Eva. Mrs. Nana. God bless you, Ruth. God bless you, Linda. Platy. God bless you, Joan. Sister Hetty. God bless you. This name, I don't know how to mention. Is it Yvette or Yvette? Whatever it is. God bless you. God bless you, Dorcas, Akusia. God bless you, Paulina. God bless you, Amazing. God bless you, Mametema. God bless you, Annie. God bless you, Eben. God bless you, Ben Great. God bless you, anyone using the alphabet. T, D, V, J, W, T, J, T, whatever, whatever. God bless you, Elulu. God bless you, Bratoni. Uh, the names. Uh, God bless you all for connecting. As I said, I'm going to upload this i know that the network it was breaking and all that so you couldn't receive as you were supposed to receive so just receive it even as i'm uploading it you are going to be blessed god bless you i'll see you on wednesday i'll see you on wednesday and from wednesday we will start light me up from wednesday we will start light me up so god bless you this is morning glory with Pastor Prince every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 4 a.m. If this is the first time you're connecting, Mondays, Fridays, and Wednesdays at 4 a.m. Set your alarm. Tell someone to tell someone that we are back and it's going to be glorious. And this month, it will shock you. If only your heart is open, if only you are in that expectation. To walk in that dimension God wants you to walk in. Your eyes will be open. And you will see so many things. And by that alone. You will walk out as an overcomer. You walk out as a conqueror. You walk out as someone. Who is a child of God. God bless you so much. I pray for you. That even as we have entered into this new month. The favor of God. The wisdom of God. And the spirit of revelation 
will be unleashed unto you in the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye and have a glorious day in Jesus' name.